Emerald City Comic Con and Nerd Rock Icons Kirby Crackle bring you Crackle Fest 9 on March 15th from the Hard Rock Cafe in Seattle, hosted by the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast. Enjoy a night of rocking out like the nerd you are with a lineup featuring Halifax based nerd rapper Word Burglar. Yo, this is for the rental patients, selecting discs and cassettes for play. Portland's own super duo, Mega Thruster. And of course, the master of nerd rock themselves, Kirby Crackle. It's the new, it's the telly, my broken heart. You went and watched the show, you promised that you'd wait to start. Advanced tickets are just $15, tickets at the door, 18 This is a 21 and over show, so come on and celebrate the nerd culture with music, comedy, and themed drinks. Doors open at 8 p.m., show starts at 8.30. Head on over to kirbycracklemusic.com for ticket info and all things Cracklefest. Mike Cybert Radio is an independent podcast. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host and the guests only and do not necessarily reflect those of any broadcasters that any of us either have been, am now, or will be affiliated with. Enjoy the show! Welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I am at Mike Seibert Radio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and write into the mailbag, MikeSeibertRadio at gmail.com. And that spelling is S-E-I-B-E-R-T, just the way that it sounds. This is the podcast radio show where I talk about stuff and things that are on my mind every week with spotlight interviews, pop culture stuff, and occasionally more and this is it gang emerald city comic-con is this week and this friday is crackle fest 9 at hard rock seattle tickets are still available head over to kirby crackle right now for more information and both kirby and crackle are spelled with a k this week on the podcast, Chris Waffle from acoustic nerd rock super duo Mega Thruster is this week's special guest, and we're going to be talking about what's new with the band, including the brand new music video for their anti-bullying anthem, Weird Al Rules, featuring art by Rebecca Hicks. All of that and more on this all-new episode of Mike Seibert Radio, but first, let's kick things off with some shout-outs. Shout it, shout it, shout it out Well, in case you missed it, uh, Kyle Stevens from Kirby Crackle was a guest on BJ Shea's Geek Nation, uh, talking about Crackle Fest and other geeky stuff, too. Uh, so huge thanks to the Reverend in Fuego for getting that out and helping spread the word about Crackle Fest 9, again, happening uh, this Friday at the Hard Rock. And a quick reminder, if you've missed the last few episodes of this podcast, um, I also interviewed Kyle uh, back uh, during episode episode number 200, kicking off our Cracklefest 9 coverage, along with interviews with writer and Cracklefest poster artist Caleb Gullner, and also nerdcore rapper Word Burglar during episodes 201 and 202, respectively. You won't want to miss any of those to get you all crackled up for Cracklefest uh, this coming Friday night. Now, 
It's also Emerald City Comic Con weekend, like I mentioned, and I wanted to let you know where you can find some of my previous guests and friends of the show out on the convention floor. Head over to EmeraldCityComicCon.com for the full lineup and, you know, tell them you heard about them on Mike Cyber Radio. All right, so here we go. Uh, up on the fourth floor in the exhibitors area is where you will find artist Rebecca Hicks. We just talked about her earlier. She did all of the uh, hand-drawn uh, artwork for the Weird Al Rules music video, which we'll be talking about uh, in a few minutes with uh, with Chris Waffle. Um, but uh, get only the finest funly arts and books at Booth 310 as part of the Luna C Studios uh, 2019 tour. Uh, she'll also be part of a panel on Saturday called Kid-Friendly Monster Fun that is going to be at 11 o'clock in uh, panel room 210 uh, near the Family HQ stage. Um, that's also uh, where you can find the Costume Characters for Causes charity photo booth uh, that is going to be in the Family HQ area again this year. Um, it's moving from years past that is also going to be on level two of uh, the Washington State Convention Center. I'm sure uh, if you follow me out on Instagram or Facebook, you've probably seen some of the uh, time hop uh, flashback photos that that I've been posting. Uh, great fun, great cause. Uh, they'll uh, they'll be set up in the lobby area um, across from the Garrison Titan 501st Star Wars experience. Uh, get your picture taken with some of the best cosplayers in the Pacific Northwest. You can find previous guests. Uh, uh, Mike Martin and Jason Halverson there all weekend, along with Bat Matt and uh, uh, Abby Sue and Jerry Condra and uh, all kinds of other uh, great friends that uh, that we've made along the way. Um, and you might even catch a glimpse of Burr Martin, the selfie dad himself. Uh, he's going to be hanging around too. Uh, he'll be walking around the show floor on Friday, as well as volunteering at the Costume Characters for Causes uh, charity photo booth uh, early Saturday morning, probably as Hawkeye. Um, probably not Wild Dog this year, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, check out his Twitter page, at Burr Martin, for updates. And if possible, uh, he will also arrange to meet up with folks if they happen to reach out and ask. Um, I know that's uh, that's on my uh, ECCC agenda. I've, uh, you know, it's, I, I, I've, I've met and talked to Chris a couple few times, but I've realized that I don't actually have a actual selfie with the selfie dad. So I'm going to try to get that uh, remedied at the uh, uh, Costume Characters for Causes uh, charity photo booth. Um, anyhow, uh, back up on the fourth floor and across the sky bridge at booth 2100 is the A Wave Blue World booth. Uh, they will be hosting two signings for the All We Ever Wanted anthology uh, Friday from 2 to 3 p.m. and on Sunday from from noon to one, uh, featuring um, a dozen different contributors to the book, including writer and editor Matt Miner, who was a guest on the show last year, uh, to talk about the uh, then Kickstarter uh, for All We Ever Wanted, Stories of a Better World. And he will have his own table as well in Artist Alley up on the sixth floor. Uh, that is table EE3. Uh, also up on the sixth floor in Artist Alley, uh, you've heard me uh, talk about this area um, in the last several 
several interviews and conversations as well. Uh, but that's where you'll find Caleb Golner. Uh, he's going to be at table R10, um, as well as artist and friend of the show Blackie Shepherd. Uh, he is going to be tabling at uh, his table is V10. Uh, he'll have his new uh, Vampirella versus Reanimator comic uh, from Dynamite, and I I just uh, I wanted to read from you a uh, tweet that he uh, just posted recently. Uh, quote. Uh, and and again, this is a, a, a artist, Blackie Shepard. Uh, when I am at a comic convention, my table is always a safe space for cosplayers, people of color, LGBTQ uh, community, or literally any person who feels threatened, harassed, or unsafe. I've got your back. Comics and comic cons are for everyone! Exclamation point. End quote. And I think that that actually says it best. Um, yeah, he's a he's a great guy. It's it's uh oh gosh it's probably been well shoot probably since last year's Emerald City Comic Con when I saw him last uh uh but yeah no he he's a really good dude and I really need to have him back on the show and you know uh maybe uh maybe we'll talk some Transformers because I I I know he's a huge fan of uh Mask and Rom and Voltron uh but you know it's, we we follow some of the same people and interact with some of the same communities on on uh the social medias I'm like Oh yeah, that's right. He's a huge Transformer fan, uh, uh, just like me. And speaking of Transformers, uh, there's also a variety of Transformers creators that will be there in Artist Alley. Now, these nice folks haven't been specifically guests on my show uh, in the past, but they're really cool dudes. I'm fan of their art, and um, I'm I'm really excited to see. Uh, mostly because I've I've got commissions <laughs> to uh, pick up from them. Uh, you know, continuing to work on my uh, wall of Soundwave. Uh, Brian Shearer, uh, he's uh, he's going to be at table B six. Uh, Livio Ramadelli, he is going to be at table D seven. Andrew Griffith is at table GG9. Uh, and speaking of Andrew, uh, he's also got a piece in this year's Monsters and Dames book, uh, along with Rebecca Hicks and Blackie Shepard. Um, that, uh, the Monsters and Dames book, that's the charity art book uh, benefiting Seattle Children's Hospital. And that's uh, that's always one of my favorite things about Emerald City Comic Con. Um, you know, I, I've kind of had to slow down my con adventuring over over the last couple of years, I'm getting a little older, a little more slower. Uh, time is a little more at a premium, but, but my, uh, uh, one of my favorite things about Emerald City Comic Con was buying the Monsters and Dames book and then essentially going on a scavenger hunt to get autographs from all of the contributing artists because, um, you know, I, I could talk about this at, at, at length at, at another place, but basically, you know, the artists that are attending the Comic-Con are invited to contribute a uh, art piece for this book that, again, the uh, the the sales benefit Seattle Children's Hospital. And it's a, it's just it's a really great way to see the entire convention and to go visit and interact with creators that, you know, you might not have had the opportunity or occasion to otherwise. So I will always be an advocate for that, whether uh, um, I, I'm doing that or not. And I do find it ironic. I was just talking to Lucky about this uh, last night where um, I, I have, um, you know, in the past I've had 
folks that I have been fans of their art. There are folks that I've become fans of their art. But this is kind of interesting because now I've started to make friends with these creators in a way that that is still kind of new to me. It's like, wait a minute, I I know uh, comic creators and, you know, I'm kind of, you know, like homies with them and whatnot. So it's kind of interesting that at a time where um, I have friends that have art in the book that I'm not going out on the uh, scavenger hunt to collect everybody's autographs. But but again, I would recommend that to you. It's uh, it's one of the uh, funnest things you can do uh, there at the Comic-Con. Uh, also, I wanted to mention uh, my dude, my dude, Eric Mannix. Uh, he's going to be bombing around the show all weekend uh, doing cosplay photography. Uh, he's going to be mostly posted up at uh, the Freeway Park. Um, he is all booked up already. Um, uh, but if you haven't yet, go check out his stuff. Uh, his photography is really great. Uh, if you're into, uh, uh amazing cosplayer photography, uh, ericmannixphotography.com. Uh, that website will link you up to his socials and you can see samples of his work and don't miss his photography panel. Uh, step up your cosplay photography. Uh, that is going to be 1 30 PM on Friday in room three zero seven. Um, and after all that, if he is not totally fried from shooting all day and paneling and all that, um, uh, he's going to pop in and do some uh, photography at Crackle Fest on Friday, uh, kind of getting into uh, some show photography as well, because... Um, I just happened to see him post at one point. He's like, you know, I've always wanted to shoot a concert. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I uh, I, I got just the opportunity for you. So, yeah. So uh, uh, Eric's a cool dude. And that's another guy that it's so funny. You go back within the 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 several year history of the show. You'll hear pockmarked here and there about how, you know, I almost had Eric on the show um, a couple few times uh, but he's a uh, he's he's basically living his best life now it's like you know between the cosplayer uh, photography and you know he's uh, he's gonna be involved in the upcoming spider-man 4 uh, fan film uh, in a big bad way he's going to be playing the vulture uh, which I think is really rad so I'm uh, you know looking forward in the future to uh, you know maybe getting him to uh, um, if not join me in the studio maybe join me for a phone call or something and talk about that project and and all that stuff he, he's always been one of my favorite dudes to hang out with that honestly and ironically enough i haven't had the opportunity to hang out with all that much uh but uh but anyway uh as for as for myself I've mentioned it on uh, several other episodes. You kind of already know my schedule. I will be at Emerald City Comic Con all day Friday. Uh, I'll be dropping by all of the places that I've already mentioned. So, you know, uh, um, I'm going to be doing uh, the A Wave Blue World uh, creator signing. You know, get my uh, Kickstarter version of All We Ever Wanted, uh, uh, Stories of a Better World autographed. Um, you know, I'm going to spend some time at the Costume Characters for Causes booth. I'm going to go visit all of my friends in Artist Alley and I'm sure I'll that, that's probably where I'm going to spend the the majority of my time. I I don't anticipate making it over to the Hyatt for, you know, the 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 stage and the celebrity autographs and all that stuff. That's, you know, th- that's a game for for other folks and 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 that's great. That's the cool thing about 
this particular show, Emerald City Comic Con, is that you know it, it's it's Disneyland, right? You can't do everything that's available. So um, yeah, there, there's always plenty of really cool stuff to do. But anyway, so yeah, so that's where I'll be uh, Friday during the day. Um, obviously, I'm hosting Crackle Fest Nine Friday night. Hope to see you all out there. And then. <laughs> so after I get done at Crackle Fest, I'm going to go home, uh, maybe crash out in my bed for about maybe 90 minutes if I'm fortunate, and then I am jumping on a plane early Saturday morning uh, flying to California where I will be attending TFCon LA, the largest uh, fan-run Transformers convention. I am rooming with my buddy Aaron from Autopod Decepticast, and if the stars align... We will be interviewing the writer of the Transformers, the movie, Mr. Ron Friedman himself. Fingers crossed. Um, I'll have a, a full report and maybe some audio after I get back. Uh, plus, we're going to connect with a friend of the show, uh, Michael Andrews, and maybe uh, Dave Cabal as well. Um, it's a, it's going to be a lot of fun. But man, we'll uh, we'll see if I survive. It's um it's a quick turnaround, and let's uh let's just put it this way: I'm not maybe as uh, uh spry as I used to be now that I am uh, uh north of that landmark birthday that uh that I just celebrated uh <laughs> last year. Um, but yeah, no, I maybe I can hook up that uh that Zip Fizz endorsement. You know, start a just just start doing instead of mixing it with water, I just do bumps of zip fizz off. I, I'm getting away from this. Anyhow, I hope to see you wherever I end up this weekend. Uh, coming up next, it's my interview with Chris Waffle from Mega Thruster. But first, here's a tune I've played a couple few times on the podcast already, but it is part of that sweet promotion clip that Dave Sanders made for us. So I'm cool with taking a few more bites at that apple. From their album, Wands at the Ready, here's Mega Thruster with Bumblebee is a Volkswagen. Simply because he's yellow and that's something 
Welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host, and joining me right now on the Mike Seibert Radio party line, uh, he's been on the show a couple few times before, and he returns now as a uh, one of the bands featured at Crackle Fest 9. That's going to be coming up on Friday, March 15th. And if you are listening to this on the day it comes out, Emerald City Comic Con has already started, and Crackle Fest is upon us. So if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, head over to uh, KirbyCrackleMusic.com get on that pre-sale uh, you still got some time so make sure and uh, uh, snap up those pre-sale tickets and we will see you at the show uh, but we've uh, you know we we talked to uh, Kyle Stevens uh, the mastermind behind Kirby Crackle a couple weeks ago uh, we talked to Caleb Golner who uh, did the uh, incredible poster art um, and we talked to Sean Berg the word burglar himself and now in this uh, last of the uh, series of spotlight interviews we welcome back to the show um, my good friend Chris Waffle from the uh, acoustic nerd rock super duo mega thruster welcome back to the show my friend how you doing I am doing well thanks for having me back always good to speak with you Absolutely, and uh, and thank you so much for taking the time. And and you know we've uh, we've all survived the uh, the uh, snow apocalypse and the snow mageddon, and and we're uh, we're hoping some uh, for some decent weather uh, for we uh, comic Knock on wood. Yeah, no kidding. I've uh... don't, don't jinx it; it'll come back. <laughs> exactly. Who knows. <laughs> So, uh, so Mega Thruster is going to be on the bill for uh, Crackle Fest, and if I remember correctly, uh, this is the first time you guys have played uh, Crackle Fest, if I remember correctly, right? That is correct. Our first time. That's very exciting. To, uh, yeah, we're very excited to come up for this show. Mm-hmm. I've heard great things. I've 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 wanted to go to it in the past and things have uh, even when we when we were at um, emerald city comic-con last year mm-hmm. and just the way things aligned i could not get to crackle fest um the past few years to check it out since i mm-hmm. came to the pacific northwest so um it's kind of fitting that the first time i get to go to it as a fan i'm also performing as a professional <laughs> so I'm, i get the best of both worlds it's going to be a blast, you know. It's like all everything that we've all said and have talked about uh, with regards to Crackle Fest are true. It's a, it is, it's a really fun time, and like I've been mentioning on the podcast for the last few weeks, you know, it's it's Friday night uh, during Emerald City Comic Con weekend, so it's kind of like at that halfway point. That's when folks are getting a little crunchy, maybe a little burnt out from being on the convention floor for a couple days, and. And it's a it's just a great hang and a great chill at the uh, Hard Rock Cafe in Seattle, just a few short blocks away uh, from the Washington State Convention Center, uh, home of Emerald City Comic Con. It's uh, I just you know I've I've um, 
attended many a crackle fest almost all of them i i've missed a couple here and there but um it's it's just always such a great vibe and it's a great community of uh you know nerd rock fans from literally all over the world um and all around the country that uh that come out to the show so it's uh um again i i'm stoked to be a part of it as host i'm stoked to uh see you guys again and to uh just rock out the joint i think uh i think it's definitely going to be um it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, so before uh, before I get uh, too far afield and too uh, too distracted, uh, just because I'm I'm just you know thinking about those uh, uh, drink specials and all of the other excitement that's going to be going on there. It's it, As am I. it's uh, it's almost happy hour. So, um, <laughs> but. Um, but I, I'm getting a little a little ahead of myself. Let's uh, let's wind the clocks back a little bit and talk about what's been going on with uh, with Mega Thruster recently. Because the uh, uh, the last time uh, we had you on the show, it was with uh, artist Rebecca Hicks, and yep. uh, and you folks were talking about the uh, Kickstarter uh, for the Weird Al Rules uh, music video, um, and obviously I, I've mentioned it on the show the the uh, Kickstarter went on to be um, a success uh, 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 quite uh, quite a big success actually but um, can you uh, uh, maybe chat about what's been going on uh, with that uh, since uh, since we spoke last sure absolutely and thank you again for being such a supporter of that really appreciate it mm-hmm. it, it was very it ended up being very successful so um, you know we we got a lot of the uh, or we got we got the stickers out and mm-hmm. then the extra stuff you you talked about it on your show, um, and then we uh, so the the music video is in production, and I was just over at Rebecca's house for her birthday last week, and she's trying to get it done before she goes to Emerald City Comic Con, so mm-hmm. um, she's kind of created that hard deadline for herself because spring. Spring convention season starts, and she starts traveling all over the place yeah. for her normal, um, you know, web uh, comic series and book things and the artwork that she does. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to get it done before things really kick into high gear with Emerald City. So uh, we may be seeing it as of this when this is broadcast <laughs> um, out there. It may be go. Check, you know, stop what you're doing and look it up on YouTube. It might be there. You don't know, but I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. And as I'm sure you've seen by now, the music video for Weird Al Rules has indeed uh, been published. Uh, check it out. It's amazing. And if you watch closely, you'll see a portrait of nobody's favorite podcaster, too, amongst all the uh, other awesome portraits uh, from uh, the Kickstarter backers as well. Um, and before we get back into things, uh, here is Weird Al Rules from Mega Thruster. Uh, more from Chris Waffle after this. You're listening to Mike Seibert Radio. Sometimes I think about getting up early and the way I walk to the bus stop for another day of seventh grade. I just wanted to go to class, maybe make some people smile. But the kind of things I liked weren't the things that were in style I couldn't help the way I looked 
I know I talk too loud. They would grab me and push me to the ground. During PE, I was told I was no good out by the bleachers. Not just by the other kids, but also by the PE teacher. Head slammed into the lockers, books knocked out of my hands. I grabbed a sharpie marker, cause I had a plan. I wrote Weird Al rules upon my three ring binder. I know I'm not cool, don't need your reminder. Weird Al rules is what I say, and they'll never make me change the way I feel. Or shut me up and make me ashamed of the geeky stuff that's my deal. Oh no, Weird Al rules. My mom would talk to the school, but they just told her boys will be boys. And I just wanted to be at home playing with my Star Wars toys. But I went every day, trying to hold my head up high. I fought back the best I could and looked them in the eye. And when I think about how they called me fat and lame, I just look around and see the rad life that I made. Weird Al rules is what I say And they should never make you change the way you feel Or shut you up and make you ashamed of the stuff that is your deal Oh no, because Weird Al rules Just remember Weird Al rules um, she's working really hard on it. Just so you know, it's, it's basically her and her husband kind of doing mm-hmm. this all from scratch. So, and I know she's she's working. Her we actually I ran into her at a, at a double click show here in Portland mm-hmm. um, last month, and I was like, "What are you doing here? Shouldn't you be working on a music video?" <laughs> and she was she was not happy uh, to hear that, but you know, it was all in good fun. <laughs> You know, just that classic Chris Waffle charm. Right, right. Um, I don't know how she took that. but um, And then uh, we also, as part of the Kickstarter, we, we were going to do a uh, like a performance special. We're mm-hmm. going to record like a performance uh, special and, and put it up on YouTube. And we recorded that um, just uh, also last week. Awesome. And um, so that is being edited by Joel. And he is putting some cool finishing touches on it. So um, the Kickstarter backers will have early access, um, you know, exclusive access to that Mm -hmm. when we have it. And then we'll make it available to everyone. And it'll play where I live on public access television. (laughs) Television, Excuse me. I could barely say that. Um, 
So that'll, that turned out to be a lot of fun, too. We kind of did it like a real cheesy kind of um, old school, uh, you know, 80s public yeah. access show. <laughs> and so uh, we had a lot of fun on that. Did it? We did a lot of songs, a couple songs that we don't normally do live. Mm-hmm. And um, we also had a, a new song um, that mentioned the Kickstarter backers. But I'll just let the song speak for itself. You'll have to see it when it... Right when it uh, premieres <laughs> that's awesome i i saw some of the uh pictures that you posted on social media of it and and like you said it, it has that has that uh wonderful cheesy uh public access television you know kind of like some like you know early sctv maybe a little wayne's world yes. vibe to it um so i i, I think was... I'm glad you got that. That was kind of the aesthetic we were going for. Mm-hmm. And Joel's putting some fun touches on it. And we also, we we thought it might be funny to do almost like a pop-up video with some fun facts that pop up throughout during the songs. Oh, I love so it. I wrote, I wrote a bunch of ridiculous facts mm-hmm. that some are true and some are just jokes. And I, and I just let my imagination run out. I'm not sure if he's going to put those in, but I sent it to him, <laughs> so we'll have to see. Um, we, I, I won't ruin too much, but sure. I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun when it, when it, uh, comes out. So that'll be, and it'll be nice cause we don't, uh, we don't have really any live performance footage. Usually at the shows we play, no one has really recorded them. Mm-hmm. They're so enraptured with my stage presence. I don't think they can pull out their phones. <laughs> and, uh, video us or anything. So we don't mm-hmm. have a lot of live footage. Right. Um, Maybe I can I can coax my wife into filming us at um, filming a song or two at uh, Crackle, Crackle Fest. Fest. But nice. Um, so it'll be it'll be nice to have that. And then otherwise, I've just been writing the new album um, and some, coming up with some stuff that I'm really excited about. And uh, so hopefully we'll be able to get that going here over the summer. Very cool. It's it's always good to look forward to uh, new stuff uh, from Mega Thruster. Um, so I I was uh, I was just looking at the uh, uh, calendar uh, not too long ago. Um, uh, you guys recently played a show in Salem. Uh, do you want to want to talk about that? We did. Yeah. You know, it was we we play. You know, we Joel lives in Salem, and I live kind of halfway between Salem and Portland, mm-hmm. but we. We say we're from Portland because it's the nearest kind of big city um, that people know. Sure, but, uh, we we play we play most of our shows in Portland or Salem. We we played a cool show in Salem, and it was it was a lot of fun. Kind of a dive bar. It's interesting because Mega Thruster plays. Sometimes we play, you know, conventions, sci-fi conventions. We play, you know, quiet acoustic cafes. We played yeah. dive bars, um, <laughs> you know, and we played with, with you know, filk performers, and we played with with um, hardcore kind of metal acts, you know, and 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 I like that. I'm like that. We're we're kind of versatile in that way, and we can kind of morph into whatever the scenario is. Because I just like to, I play any show. I think it's a blast. So <laughs> um, this show is at a was at a dive bar. Um, very cool spot that I would hang out with if I if I live lived near there, and it was uh, it was a lot of fun. We tried out a new song uh, that we hadn't performed live before. We haven't even recorded yet. 
and it went over super well. So and then we played it again um, at when we um, did our taping, and it went over well there. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be on the set list for Crackle Fest because it got a good reaction. So um, I just want to make sure my Crackle Fest set list is the strongest it can mm-hmm. be. Mike, you know, it's, yeah. we've, as, as our, as our catalog has grown and we have so many, we have more songs to choose from, um, you know, than our, for, than our set, you know, time than our allows for. So I'm trying to pack in the, the greatest, you know, the, the songs that are really going to get the crowd going. We're opening the show. Mm-hmm. So I got to make sure it's the tightest set list it can be. And I got a lot to choose from. So that's, that's really been taking up a lot of my mind this week as well. So you've been to the Crackle Fest. Yep. As the number one. And by the way, I heard your interview with Kyle, and I heard you talking about how, how you were, you know, he was your favorite and your favoritist. I favoritist, think you, yes. You, favoritist. <laughs> um, you know, and, and I understand that. I, I can't say that I didn't get a little tear in my eye when I heard that. Aww. Um, but um, I understand. I understand. We all have our favoritists. Yeah. Um, I, anyway, I go uh, back pretty you, far back with that dude. Nah, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just I'm just busting your chops. Yeah, I appreciate uh, it. That's awesome. No, but uh, you can tell me yeah. what is the the crackle. Give me a sample. I'm going to interview you now. Give sure, me a sample love it. of what the crackle fest crowd is. So it's it's 21 and over. There's alcohol involved. So yeah. I'm already like okay, perfect. Like what what is the uh, I assume they're going to be nerdy, right? They're going to be coming from Emerald City, most of them. Not yep. all. Uh, but uh, give me a taste of what the ambiance, like, what's the, what's, take me through what it's going to be like. Well, that's a, that's an excellent question, Chris. And, and the, the best way I could describe it is that it's, um, it's a great hang with good friends. You know, it's, uh, like you said, it's, uh, it is, uh, 21 and over up in the cavern room. It's in the upstairs area of the Hard Rock Cafe. So, you know, you've, you've already got kind of like a Hard Rock Cafe, uh, type of, uh, vibe. It's a, um, it's a really cool room in that, like, there's a, a large open area in front of the stage. So it's perfect for folks that want to uh, push and shove and get really up close for uh, for an intimate set. Uh, the bar kind of sits back towards the back of the room with also a really good view of the stage. So as you're playing, you could pro- you could see the bar and you'll see folks kind of hanging around and milling mm-hmm. and all that. And and it's um, when uh, when the rock and jams really kick in, um, yeah, it it gets pretty rocking. Like uh, especially when uh, Kirby Crackle takes the stage uh, to close out the night, uh, you'll see a lot of folks, you know, uh, shoving up towards the stage. Uh, you'll see a lot of Green Lantern rings out. Um, you'll oh, see a, sure. you'll see you'll see a lot of singing along, and it's. Um, like I said, it's it's a it's a party atmosphere with uh, fun, like-minded, nerdy folks. Everybody that goes to Cracklefest 
knows exactly why they're there and what they're there for and for the most part have a good inkling of uh what they're gonna get like uh like for example i was uh just recently a guest on a different podcast uh a buddy of mine's uh and um i asked him if i could plug uh crackle fest and you know he uh he let me and um so as I was describing all of this, you kind of get he gets kind of like this glazed overlook and I'm like, "Hey, look, I I can't push it on somebody that isn't already part of the scene, right? So it's like it's it, it's a it's a hard sell for for normies. You know, so it's like it's like, <laughs> right. you know, it's like I can't necessarily um take somebody that has almost zero exposure to nerd music and say, hey, come out to this. Though I would say that because it is, it is a lot of fun, and it is a again, it's it's a it's a really fun, casual environment. Um, you know, you're you're not gonna worry about getting kicked in the head because you've got like you know people doing circle pits and and uh, hardcore uh, type of stuff. It's not it's not that kind of scene. Um, yeah, it's it, it's gonna be a lot of folks that just want to enjoy a good uh nerd hang if um if that kind of makes sense i i'm i'm trying to i'm trying to think of other ways to describe it but yeah it's like you know really like i i um yeah it's like every year i've gone you know i always run into folks that i never expect to see there like um you know uh folks that um, are exposed to the nerd music scene will kind of take a look around and they'll see folks from other bands, other groups um, like uh, like Death Star just rolls in and they're just uh, you know just hanging out. They're just there as fans. You know, it's like you know you might see uh, uh, Shubzilla or Bill Beats or I mean because I mean a lot of us will be at the convention already. Um, right. and yeah, it's like, you know, and, and like I said, it's, it's like two blocks away. It, it's, uh, it's less than a 10 minute walk. Um, so yeah, you'll, awesome. you'll, you'll have a lot of folks that are fresh from Emerald city comic con. In fact, if you look around, you'll probably see folks still wearing badges. Um, you'll, you'll see a lot of lanyards, uh, out there. Um, you know, I, I've seen a, uh, some folks in kind of like, remnants of cosplay meaning like i i don't i don't know if i've seen folks that have been like in full regalia but usually like they uh you know they'll cosplay at the show and then like when they get to uh crackle fest they'll like you know take off the foam armor and stuff but they'll still have like some of their costume left it it really is kind of like a um late night nightcap type of thing you know it's uh the um uh doors open at eight the show is at eight thirty. um you know and we're gonna be in and out of there before midnight because we know that folks are gonna probably turn around and come back saturday morning uh for you know another two days of emerald city comic-con so it's and that's that and you know it's kind of funny and you might have heard this in my interview with uh with Kyle Stevens uh you know it's like some of us in that demographic well you know, we're getting a little older you know a little, <laughs> little slower so so having I'm a I'm already tired just thinking about it 
Oh yeah, and and it's it. <laughs> so so when Kyle was putting things together, you know, he was kind of mindful of that as well. You know, it's like it's Cracklefest is one of many great activities that happens during Emerald City Comic Con. So the time that it's at is actually. Um, it's it's really ideal for somebody that just wants to unwind after a hard day on the show floor. I mean, I mean, first thing I do is like I I think on Friday, the uh the con closes at seven, and in years past that gives me perfect amount of time to walk from the convention center to the Hard Rock. Um, you know, get some food, have a decent dinner, then head upstairs, um, and start uh, hanging out and having uh, having a an adult beverage or two, um, and yeah, just uh, just kind of unwind. So that's that's how I would describe Cracklefest is just really a a Friday night, good old fashioned hang with uh, with great friends and great music. Well, I can't wait. I hope to see some sexy Mike Seibert like cosplay that night. Oh man, cosplay! And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm a, yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be a blast. We'll, be there and be square. Be yeah, yeah. <laughs> to to uh, uh, that's a that's a line from my buddy uh, Ryan Jet from uh, Autopod Decepticast. <laughs> he uses that one um, a lot, and I've I've been stealing a lot of his uh, uh, phrases of like a uh, borrowing, light borrowing, 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 he- heavy yeah, borrowing as a tribute. Yeah, there you go. It's it's homage. Hang on, yeah, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it's all about. It'll be fun, and you know, I really, um, I appreciate um, Kyle. I'm thankful to Kyle uh, for uh, for having us. You know, mm-hmm. I think there are. I know people have reached out to me that are going, um, who may not be going to Emerald City Comic Con, but they're fans and and friends up in in that area who don't get to see us very often because we're mostly uh, in this area down here. So they're they're coming to the show, but I think it's. It was really nice to him because I think we'll be uh, people who um, don't know who we are will be uh, fully exposed yeah. to Mega Thruster, <laughs> as one should be. So I, I agree. Um, I agree. That'll be nice too. Awesome. So, and, and I forget if I if I've asked this previously. Um, so this will be Mega Thruster's first Crackle Fest, but you guys have played shows with Kirby Crackle before, though, right? We've played, um, I played my, one of my first real shows. I was, when I, when I came up here, I was trying out some new material, kind of an open mic night and just to, to kind of see what it was like up here. And I think one of our first real shows at things from another world here in Portland was opening for Kirby crackle. And that was with another guitar player and we oh. hadn't really settled on the name Megathruster yet. And so he was I was like, hey, I got this duo, we sing dirty stuff. Like and he was <laughs> like, Yeah, open it, open it up. It was like really cool. I was like, really okay. You know, <laughs> and, and we played it in the comic book shop and it was really um it really gave me the uh encouragement that I needed to continue. I thought, all right, this is gonna work. This is gonna work. Um, not with that guitar player, but otherwise, it was work. <laughs> sure, <laughs> it didn't work out with him, right. unfortunately. But I wish him well. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, you know, it, 
and that and we did a lot of the stuff that's on on the first album and um but uh, so that was a blast it met it met some cool people that i'm still in touch with and in the scene and um yeah that was cool so he he was great and it's mm-hmm. great to uh be back in uh now coming to crackle fest just a few short years later and all the stuff we've done in between has been a real it's almost like you know mega like a mega thruster rocket up to the stars <laughs> there you go flying by it's it's getting mega thrusted. I love it. You got it. <laughs> so, oh man. So, um, I, I and was... I've seen just going back. Yeah. You know, I've seen I, and I've run into Kyle. And, you know, he comes down to Rose City Comic Con, mm-hmm. and we've performed not together, but he had a set in here, and I had a set over in another room on a at a different time. And uh, last year at Rose City Comic Con, and I was just working on this today. You might get a kick out of this. Mm. Last year at Rose City Comic Con, we did a panel called Songwriters Roulette. Oh, cool. And it was, it, was ho- it was hosted by Christian Lipsky of the PDX Broadsides. Okay. And it, and it had Shubzilla, me, and Kyle. Oh, wow. And the, and the idea was, Instead of just talking about nerd music, which, mm-hmm. you know, all of us had done a million times already, you know, this, the idea was a, an audience would come in and we would write a song. The audience would, would shout out lines and things and we would write a song with what the audience input was. And it, there was a, it had a big old crowd. I was wow. actually surprised. So they started shouting out ideas and coming up with rhymes and mm-hmm. Christian was writing them down. And then, and then Kyle and I were kind of working on the chords. Um, I had my acoustic bass and Kyle had his acoustic guitar uh-huh. and Shazilla was throwing out rhymes there and adding, adding some, you know, hip hop flavor to it. Nice. And it was a lot of fun. And, um, at the end we performed the, kind of truncated <laughs> song i mean we kind of run out of, we ran out of time yeah yeah and we performed it and so um it was it was a blast and i was thinking a little bit ago so i'm working on the new album like oh, oh mm-hmm. man that was so much fun and i in in uh christian had sent us a like an mv3 from the mm-hmm. from the performance and so um, I was I was ma- I was making the song. I was like, maybe I'll, I'll I'll take that song and make a real kind of like an album version of it. So I was working on that today. Oh, um, cool! So Very I, nice. I, I I actually emailed Kyle and Shazilla and Christian and was mm-hmm. like, is it cool if I do? You guys mind if I? I don't even know if they remember doing it, honestly, but I had fun. <laughs> I was like, oh, we'll see. I don't know if it's going to make the album, but I was working on it today. And sure. It was, it was a fun song. It was a fun song. You know, I got all the audience participation, so that was a blast. It was. It's too bad that um, it feels like Emerald City has kind of moved. We you know, were music was a big presence last year, yeah. when, and we were there, and this year is not. Um, so, But I'm hoping that... I'm hoping that the bigger conventions still keep music as a, as an option. I think it's definitely a, a part of a, a viable part of the of the fandom kind of scene, the pop culture uh, fandom scene. So I hope mm-hmm. it you know it still becomes it stays a presence and um, feels like some of the it's it's you know I think it's um, 
dealing with musicians and a music setup and a performance is a lot more difficult than just having a booth where an artist can set up their stuff and draw. And I I know, so sometimes I feel like they're probably like, oh, it's not worth it. This is a pain in the the butt. Mm -hmm. And I get that. Um, But I still hope that that music continues to be a part of it because um, it's definitely what I love. Even, Even if I wasn't doing it, I'm a fan of all the other bands. I'm a fan of the music and seeing live music that speaks to the nerdy stuff I like. So I hope yeah, it continues yeah. to. I hope it doesn't get pushed out of the the bigger conventions completely. Yeah, I I think uh, Music Alley at ECCC what they what they did last year at Emerald City Comic Con was like it, it was kind of like one of these magical unicorn type of things. Like you know, it it, it, was, <laughs> it was fun. It was it was an incredible fun. I mean, it was it was uh, it was great having like basically its own kind of like little contained artist alley of just you know nerd music musicians and uh, uh something that you were you were mentioning earlier chris that i wanted to pick back up on when you were kind of talking about this uh this panel at rose city um with all of those different voices in there it it you know something that i've really got in my head that that um um that i'm really all about philosophically recently is that the thing that makes nerd music unique um, is that you have all of these what could be uh, disparate different types of music styles, but it all goes all goes together and it's all nerd music, whether it's, you know, uh, filk, you know, kind of, you know, folksy singer songwritery type stuff, right. you know, straight up nerdcore hip hop style, you know, hard rocking, acoustic rocking, you know, it's it's nerd music to me has always felt more like a community than a genre. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I don't remember if that's, um, where I got that thought from, but it's, it's something that I've been, the more that I'm exposed to and immersed in the nerd music scene, I see that. And I don't necessarily see that type of community in other music genres. I mean, it's like, even like you take a look at like rock, for example, and, and it's, right. you know, it's kind of fragmented and stuff and it doesn't necessarily have that same kind of community feel. Um, yeah. It's, it, it really is its own kind of thing. And I feel that the music alley at uh, Emerald city comic con last year was really, was really a vivid example of that just with all of the different acts and, Oh man, I, you know, just, just thinking about it now, I just, I, I miss it. I, I was, I was disappointed that they're not doing it this year, but like you were saying, Chris, I mean, hopefully um, that doesn't necessarily mean that other big shows won't give something a shot like that in the future. Yeah, and you know it really comes down to um you know the the attendees yeah telling them what they want to see. So if it was important to them, you know, taking a moment to to let them know, hey, you know, I I had you know, I saw these guys play last time and mm-hmm. it was fun, you know, have them back. That's that's so important to the the artists, you know, for like Kyle and myself and mm-hmm. Death Star and everyone. Yeah, definitely. It's uh yeah, it's uh it, it it is hard sometimes though because like with um kind of that um 
homogenous community feel with nerd music, it, it also kind of sometimes lacks specificity. You know, it's like it's like one of, one of the hardest questions that I ask musicians when I interview them is ask them to describe their music. And it's it's always a hard question. Mm-hmm. And 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 everybody's looking to put something in a box. Right. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, well, you know, this is hip hop. This is rock. This is folk, you know, and and nerd music just just isn't like that. And it's it it's um it's great that's what makes it a wonderful community but it it can also be a challenge too it is i i was on a panel with uh i think cosplay from death star oh sure yeah and he and he likened it to christian music where it was like it was more about the subject matter than it was the style of the music yeah so it's that's really you know it's it's you know when you think of Christian music that could be country that could be rock it right. could be rap you know it's 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 similar to that so it's what you're the stuff you're singing about right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah um, I personally love all sorts of different you know music but it's all kind of either nerdy or, or funny for the most part so I, you know I put my phone in you listen to Nerf Herder followed by Lex the Lexicon artists and then Future Folk, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, I, yeah. I enjoy that. But, you know, some people don't. Some people are like, I only like rock and that's all, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, I'm metal or I love country and that's it. Um, I like all sorts of different stuff. So it can be a hard sell. And there's I played shows where I was the only um Every, like I played a show where like everyone else was hip hop and you know I was the only you know Joel and I were the only kind of guitar people I thought it would have had a, I had a blast but I was thinking is the audience enjoying us or do they just are they just waiting to see the hip hop that they love I, you know, I don't oh, sure, know the answer sure. but um, you know it seemed, they seem to, to, to like it but I can see from like a booking standpoint how that's problematic Mm-hmm. Right, so it makes it it does it definitely makes it harder than if you were just a straight hip hop act and you can be on a hip hop bill, you know. Right, right, exactly. Um, so so uh, switching gears a little bit, I um I I had the occasion to uh, notice that you know like uh, so Chris, you were you were talking about uh you know uh, working on new material for potential new album, and uh, but prior to that, um, you guys did a, a theme song for a podcast. Uh, I was wondering if you want to talk about that. We did, yes. Geek in the City, mm-hmm. a really fun podcast out of Portland with um, three uh, good friends of ours and uh, all very supportive to Mega Thruster when we were first starting out as well and had me on the show uh, to promote the first album and uh, just, just three... Uh, great people, uh, lots of Star Trek fandom on that on that podcast. Um, so they uh, reached out and they were like, you know, we've been doing this podcast for years and years, and we don't have a theme song, and we start the show, you know. We're, and so, um, yeah, I met with them up. And I said, sure, you know, I met with them in Portland, and we 
kind of brainstormed ideas. Mm-hmm. And um, I have to give most of the credit for the theme song to Joel. He uh, he kind of just he goes I you know I kind of told him and that hey we're going to do this uh, theme song and then you know the next week he was like here it is <laughs> and I was like oh okay and and then I, I rewrote the lyrics a little bit and we redid the vocals um, I changed the lyrics a little bit to make it more closer to their aesthetic after talking to them and you know trying to convey what the show is about and so. Um, it's, it's, it's a very cool podcast Mm -hmm. that, um, all the hosts are people of color, the three of them. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you may not know this, Mike, but Portland is a very white city. (laughs) Right. Sure. Uh, they, (laughs) um, they, uh, it's, it's, uh, very interesting to, and I think important to hear their take on nerdy things things and just stuff in general yeah uh and and it's a it's a cool show so it was it was an it was uh, a fun and honor to to do that they seem to really enjoy it and and so yeah that was great yeah it, it's a really fun show it's like i uh you know i i saw mega thruster posting about it and i was like hey you know what I, i'll i'll check it out and yeah i've been uh sticking with it it's a it, it is a really fun podcast and you know much like a lot of other uh you know uh entertainment type spaces yeah there's there's a lot of white guys just laughing into a microphone and and I say yeah. that as myself being a you know uh chubby heterosexual heterosexual white guy uh firmly entrenched in the talking about nerdy stuff laughing into a microphone genre um and yeah it's uh I I agree with you it's it's um a lot of the podcasts I've been digging on recently are from different perspectives and I I like that, and I think that's vital. Absolutely, I and, and you know, and, and it and it is. It's it, I played shows with with acts, you know, of uh, where it was, it was, you know, mostly women, non-binary, mm-hmm. very, um, you know, uh, diverse kind of groups on the thing. And it was once or twice, I've come up there and go, now I know you've all been wondering. When is a white man going to come up and sing about what he thinks is important? <laughs> you know, as like kind of poking my fun at myself. Yeah, yeah. I had to, stop, I had to stop doing it because if you didn't know me, I think some people thought I was being serious because oh, like, sure, was being, it was really dry humor, and I was like trying to poke fun at myself. Um, but it didn't always come across. So I was yeah. like, maybe I should stop that joke because <laughs> uh, you know it was. It's, I'm really just trying to poke fun at myself, but. Uh, I love playing. I love the diversity. Uh, I love playing those diverse shows in both in both music style and in you know the performers and their point of view mm-hmm. and, and all of that. So um, the show that I played with, um, you know, I'm, I live in a small uh, town that mm-hmm. was. I mean, it's it's kind of an outer suburb, but it's it's it was very rural until pretty recently, um, and not diverse. Uh, at all, and I played a show with um, Chubzilla and um, Keelan King and another artist whose name is escaping me right now. But basically, they were all hip hop artists of color. Mm-hmm. 
And then, you know, Joel and I were like two white guys playing guitar <laughs> on the bill. But I took my uh, daughter and her boyfriend to the show mm-hmm. so they could get out of town and come to the city and see, you know, some diverse acts and hear their point of view. And they really liked it. And it was I was I was happy to be able to do that. So they weren't kind of just seeing the same. You know, where I live, it's like, you know, there's one country place, you know, playing the same kind of country band every sure. week. And so um, I thought that was important. They they had a good time with that. Very cool. And and I think that's kind of where we're at culturally. Like, you know, I I I'm excited by seeing stories and situations and music um, from a perspective that's not mine. You know, it's like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, my representation is okay. Don't, uh, don't worry about me, but, um, but it's, yeah, right. yeah, I mean, I mean, like, like take for example, like, you know, and I, I've, I, I'll, I will, I will sing the praises until I, I get sick of it. But, uh, you know, uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse was my favorite movie of last year. And, oh, fantastic. and, and a lot of it is just, you know, I mean, First of all, it, it's everything that's brilliant about Spider-Man writ large, but it's it's not just about everything that's about Spider-Man. It's about you know diversity and inclusion, and it's very much Miles's story. And I I really really like that, and I I applaud Sony for saying like, yeah, no, this kid is our hero. Let's let's do that. Yeah. And it really, it shouldn't even be a thing. Right. Really. Exactly. It shouldn't have been a thing in the first place. But, you know, the fact that it is, and it, it, it happened anyway, is, is important. And mm-hmm. I was watching the Oscars the other night and seeing, you know, if you watched the Oscars last night, even compared to the Oscars like five years ago. Right. It's like night and day, mm-hmm. you know. So um, that's good. We just got to keep going. Absolutely. I, uh, I completely agree with you on that. Um, so yeah, so I mean, I mean, Chris, this has been a lot of fun, uh, catching up. Um, absolutely. Uh, so I guess, uh, before, uh, before we part ways, uh, a couple quick, uh, housekeeping things. Could you remind folks where people can connect with mega thrusters music and how we can connect with y'all on the social medias and the internet? Absolutely. Internets. So yes, <laughs> So, the internet, that horrible invention. Yes. Um, <laughs> it'll be the end of us all. It's, uh, well, you can go to megathruster.com. Really, if you Google megathruster, one word, um, we, all of our stuff should come up. So, we give you know, megathruster.com, um, you know, that'll come up. We're on, you know, our music's on Bandcamp, and uh, we're on uh, Twitter at mega thruster go instagram all that stuff you'll mm-hmm. see i try to keep up with it all um but yeah that's where you can find it awesome all of the stuff and all of the things uh, and mega thruster will be part of the bill at crackle fest nine again that is going to be happening uh friday march 15th during emerald city comic-con uh there's going to be just a few short blocks down uh down the road from the washington state convention center at the hard rock cafe seattle hard rock seattle upstairs in the cavern room it is a 21 and over show uh there is still time 
time to uh, get on that pre-sale, save a few bucks, um, unless you want to, you enjoy spending a few more bucks at the door. Um, unless yeah. you're listening to this on on Friday and it's already the day of the show and or the show has already happened, then then uh, podcast time travel. I don't know what to do for you, but, uh, <laughs> but well, I can say this: if you, if for some reason you're not able to go. Crackle Fest. First off, shame on you. Right. But if you can't go or you missed it for some reason, you couldn't go, you're listening to it later, we'll be back in that neck of the woods for Nowhere West Con just a few short weeks uh, later. So you can catch us at Nowhere West Con. That'll be, we'll be coming back. That was the other thing I was going to bring up and ask you about. See, you know, it's oh, it, shoot, this I whole thing. I was just like, it was, it was nagging at me. I'm like, I'm like, I wanted to ask Chris something else. What was it? What was it? What was it? <laughs> oh, let's talk about diversity and inclusion. That's a, that's always a good one. But, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah. So, um, uh, so you guys played uh, Norwest Con last year, um, and uh, how how was that experience? It was good. It was good. You know, a, a kind of a different. You know, you can you, you got a, a con like Emerald City and a con like Northwest Con, like yeah. different. They're both conventions, very different in mm-hmm. kind of uh, the vibe. Um, you know, and 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 kind of what they're all about. And but uh, we have fun at both, and we we had they had a great stage kind of set up, and um, you know, and and we were playing, and and that. The other groups are more um, kind of filky and kind of serious yeah. in their in their sci-fi, um, and we're more we kind of like to make make it more about jokes. But um, <laughs> uh, they wanted us; they asked us to come back. I said, "Sure, we had fun. We'll go back up there." So uh, yeah, it was good. So we're we're looking forward to that as well. And then after that, we'll be tired of seattle and we'll be back down here again <laughs> for some more shows some of which i can't divulge yet but some some cool shows coming up in the in the summertime that we're working out and um so there's more on the way so check out mega thruster follow us on twitter and um like and subscribe on youtube because that that oh, there it is taping is gonna come out and it's gonna be fun and the weird owl video is coming so mm-hmm. Like and subscribe on YouTube so you can see it as soon as they're posted. I love it. Very, very cool. Um, so, uh, so Chris, before I let you go, I, I uh, always like to open up the floor. Um, is there anybody uh, that you'd like to give shout-outs to? Um, anybody we might not have uh, uh, mentioned yet on the support side uh, that you'd like to uh, show some uh, love for before we part ways for now? Oh shoot! Well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there, um, and I apologize if I'm forgetting anyone, but mm-hmm. um, there's a, a group that I that we played with a couple times. They're out of Salem. They're called they're called Mark and the Horse Jerks. <laughs> I love it. They describe their music as farmcore, and um, they have a new album coming out on uh, Nadine Records. Um, there, I just saw a post for their album release party, um, but their album was recorded and uh, mixed by uh, Joel of Megathruster. Oh, okay, cool. And cool. recorded in his home studio where we record as well, and we played with them. They're a ton of fun. I I really enjoy their songs, and it's uh, so 
Yeah, I wouldn't say it's nerdy, but it's it's it's. I don't even know how to describe it. It's <laughs> it's like kind of like about farming, but it's not. Uh, it's, and and they have songs about cheese, and it's okay. I, you just have to. I, it's, it's 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 beyond description. Oh, that's um, but that's I, I really enjoy it, and it's it's M A R C. It's like M dot A dot. So it's like Mark, like it's a name, but it's really an acronym. And I oh, don't know sure. what it stands for. So it's like Mark and the Horse Jerks, and um, their new album's called Husbandry. Okay. And um, and it's coming out uh, shortly. I'm I'm bummed I don't have the date in front of me. But if you look them up, you can you can find them. They're a lot of fun. We played with them, and and uh, Mark of Mark and the Horse Jerks. Mm-hmm. I, he's uh, he's a friend of ours, and we play some shows anyway. Shout out to them. Look at them up. It's fun. I enjoy it. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I'll uh, I'll do some digging on that and make sure that there's uh, there's links in the show notes uh, for folks to go through and dig through and check that out. That sounds awesome. I mean, you know, as as you as you said, uh, Chris, you know, it defies description. But I think what you said, farmcore, for some reason, it clicked into play. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I I, I can I can kind of uh, do that mental gymnastics to figure out what that is. I I, I love it. <laughs> So. Yeah, it's uh, you just have to check. You have to check it out. I don't know. I I enjoy it. It was cool. We played a cool show with them uh, last summer, and it was a lot of fun. Well, we I played th- a few shows with them actually in Salem and and up here. Oh. Well, anyway, that's besides the point. Anyway, no, yeah. it's all it's cool. all good. No, that that that's rad. Uh, I love uh, love sharing and hearing about cool new stuff, and that's uh, that's that's kind of how we do here on the podcast, and that's kind of kind of what I what I've been trying to do. So uh, yeah, so so thanks for that. Really, uh, really appreciate that. You bet. All right, thank you for the support, and always like I'm always looking for new artists and new stuff and you know i was in the beginning of the year i was like man i'm itching for some new nerdy music yeah you know who it doesn't seem like anything's coming out like there's no, nothing new I'm, I'm i'm worn out on my cds you know my not cds but my the <laughs> albums that i got you know the last few months i need i'm itching for something new and then it seemed like all of a sudden you know five artists i knew were like here's our kickstarter and then the other you know and a bunch more were like our new album's coming out and you know, I was just looking today, and right before you mm-hmm. you had this call, and MC Friend a lot's so like my album's coming out in seven days. You know, so I'm like, oh shoot, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have more than enough to listen to here in a minute. So <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, that's awesome, and, and you know, and it seems like it comes in waves because I I know exactly uh, the feel you're talking about. It's like you know, it's like you you check out the the various uh, you know um, digital music depositories, and and then yeah, it's like boom, suddenly all your friends are uh, you know like putting out new <laughs> yep. stuff. Though I would recommend for folks that are kind of looking to do some like new music discovery, just a uh, just 
find yourself on Kickstarter. You know, like go to Kickstarter yep. and just just look around because, like, uh, you know, I a, a handful of things have been uh, put on my radar just from the other projects that I've backed. So, like, for example, mm-hmm. like I'll get like those email notifications whenever uh, Mega Thruster, uh, you know, like uh, uh, participates in a Kickstarter. It'll be like, oh, hey, you know, uh, kicks uh, uh, Mega Thruster back this, you know, like the, whether it be like the new Double Clicks album or, you know, like uh, other stuff going on. I'm like, oh, hey, well, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I try, you know, I, I really try to make an effort to support the other, you know, I, I feel like we are, we are, even though we may not always be in the same geographic area, we're a scene and we're like a niche of mm-hmm. a niche, you know, so I try to always support to you know, to get, cause we don't get a lot of support. Right. <laughs> so I try to, I try to do that. Bandcamp is also a good one. I've gone, yes. I've gone down Bandcamp like rabbit holes. Like if you like this artist, you might like them. And yep. I'm like, I'll listen to them. And then you might like them, you know, and I've gone all over the whole, oh, yeah. And I mean, they, I've, I've ran it, you know, I've discovered people I never even heard of um, on Bandcamp as well. I think they do a good job with their algorithm. I agree. Yeah, it's a, it's occasionally rabbit holes within rabbit holes. Yes. So yeah, fun fun stuff there. So, um, so Chris, before uh before I let you go, anything else that we haven't covered, or anything else that that we wanted to mention and talk about uh, uh before we close out? I think uh, that's it. Mentioned uh, Norwescon. Mm-hmm. Working on some new stuff. Keep an eye out for some the new uh, stuff to youtube and see you at crackle fest all right it is going to be a blast i am looking forward to seeing you irl um again and actually yes, uh, your hosting is going to take it to a new level i think oh thank you i i'm looking forward to it. it's 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 um uh the word i would use would be anxious because it's <laughs> it, it's it's the it's the the cross between excited and nervous because I don't want to screw it up. <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm really nerve sided. Nerve sided. I love that. I am going to start using that. I uh, you know I'm I'm very uh, uh, grateful for the uh, trust that Kyle has put in me and you know like uh, inviting me to host and it's uh, it's it is a hell of a thing when you can go from being a fan of a thing to being part of the thing. It's uh, it's 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 a very special experience, and I I and it is my uh, sincerest hope that I can do it justice and not uh, let down the crackleheads. It's uh, it is going to be a lot of fun oh, though at yeah. the show, Re- regardless of what I do between uh, Mega Thruster and Word Burglar and and uh, Kirby Crackle. It's uh, it is going to be a blast. Absolutely, and not and not to uh, not to give you any pressure, but. Um... <laughs> Pretty much the whole success of the show is riding on you <laughs> and how you do. So just wanted to throw that out there. Good luck. I, I appreciate that, Chris. And <laughs> with that, it's like, oh, oh, no, the, 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 the. <laughs> I, I was trying to find some paper to to rustle too, but I don't have any in arm's reach. But uh, <laughs> well, if, you, if you find yourself ever like uh, you know, if you find yourself ever at a loss for words yeah. or if you feel like you're losing the crowd just shout out 
hey, how about that Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse? And everyone will cheer, and you'll be fine. you'll be back in action. You know, I think I'm going to use that because it's funny. It's like just about everybody that I have interviewed uh, with regards to Crackle Fest, somewhere along the way, it ends up drifting in there somewhere along the way it's just it's just like it's it's just so ingrained in me it's like it's uh it's i mean so last year the game changing movie was black panther obviously and you know this year well actually wait a minute, i got that wrong 2018 we had two game changing movies on opposite sides of the spectrum between uh black panther and uh, and uh, spider-verse and it just it it sticks with me. I can't shake it. I mean, it's like even to the point where we're um, we're doing like uh, panels that look like they were lifted straight from Bill Sienkiewicz's art. You know, like with uh, right. Kingpin and his yeah. family and all that. It's just like I I never thought I would see a Sienkiewicz drawing brought to life. Um, not, not to mention, yeah, super pro- cool. oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and again, I I'm doing it again. I find myself slipping into it where I could, I could, uh, you know, I already did like a, like a two hour podcast deep dive, you know, talking about the plot and the stars and, you know, all of that other stuff with a, with a buddy of mine. But yeah, it's like, it's like everybody I talk to, I'm like, you need to watch this movie. This, this is one where it's like, you know, I, I want to grab people by the shoulders and just shake them until they <laughs> Until they're like, okay, I'll go watch the movie. Just don't, don't give me no more shaken baby syndrome. It's terrible. Yeah. (laughs) No, you know, it's good. You know, my, my, my wife is, uh, she's a board game uh, geek. Sure. But she's not as much of a, of a comics and sci-fi geek as as I'm much more of a pop culture geek. She's her geekiness is in board games, but Mm -hmm. um, so she does, I drag her along to a lot of stuff. She probably wouldn't normally see what we, we all went to, to see uh, Spider-Man and I think at the end she was like I think that might be my favorite movie of the whole year now, animated live action yeah. whatever like my favorite movie of the year and I was like oh it was good we actually saw we saw that movie and Mary Poppins on the same day oh wow and and we were all talking about Spider-Man and then I was like oh and we saw Mary Poppins it was it was like an aside almost, yeah just because we, we we just couldn't stop talking about how cool Spider-Man mm-hmm. was yeah, and and that's kind of a bummer too because I think like in that that Christmas time glut of movies, I I think Mary Poppins Returns kind of got forgotten about a little bit, kind of kind of pushed to yeah, the side. Yeah, it was and it was good. We enjoyed oh, yeah. it, but it like but Spider Man was so good. Uh huh. It was like you know it was just like it was like almost an afterthought, mm-hmm. you know. And I still I wish I had seen it again in the theater. Honestly, I didn't get a chance to go back and and see it on the big screen just yeah. because of that all that kind of you know uh not the band kirby crackle but the art uh kirby crackle all those yep. effects in there and how they did all that and the the scene where he grabs the donut and they're trying to escape the, the <laughs> lab and all yep. that and i was like this is it's per- it was perfect i mean Bagel. you can't you know <laughs> yeah didn't uh definitely um deserving of the oscar for sure absolutely and it's uh woof. I mean, I mean, Chris. Like, like I said, I'm not even joking. I, I could, I could talk your ear off for hours about about this movie. It's just, it's just, it's got me gripped so hard. Um, just, I mean, again, like, like you said, the, the, uh, um, it, it's, you know, we've had what twenty three odd uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, and however 
many other kind of Marvel adjacent movies, um, you know, from Fox and whatnot. But it took this animated movie, this uh, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse to give us that first representation of you mentioned it a, a second ago, you know, like the, the Kirby dots and that that crackling yeah. energy. It's like as soon as I saw those bubbles coming up, I was like. I, I just I, I I was I was taken aback because I had I think I had kind of given up on seeing that actual kind of Kirby esqueness being brought to life. I mean, we saw we saw a little bit of it in Thor Ragnarok, you know, kind of like in the uh, set design, and arguably some of it in in Black Panther as well with uh, with some of that uh, production design as well. But but yeah, it's like. Um, I, I, I think now I need to see like I don't know like Galactus show up and Silver Surfer with with those uh, bubbles crackling off a off of a oh, you know, man. I mean I I just now now that now that I've seen it on a big screen I I gotta see more of it it's it's it, it's it's just one of those those weird subtle things but I think that's one of the things that stuck with me the most. So. Absolutely, and I, I think, and I'm a, I, I'm a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. I, I like the I like Spider Man, um, uh, Homecoming. Yeah, and um, I'm looking forward to Far From Home. Uh, but what they were able to do with the animated medium and the kind of story they were able to tell, um, and the artistry and everything, it was really, it was just really, really blew me away. I knew you're a fan of it because I've, I've heard you talk about it on the show. But, <laughs> See. Uh, I'm 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 with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Well, uh, I, let's let's leave it there for now because you know maybe uh, uh, when we uh, uh, get together at Crackle Fest on Friday the fifteenth, you know it's like we'll uh, um, you know we'll chat some more Spider Verse and maybe chat a little more uh, uh, Star is Born also. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, you uh, know my wife and I are having like daily debates about a star is born, but that's, sure. that's the whole. We probably should just this will end up being like yep. a five hour a special five hour edition of the Mike Cyber podcast. Nobody you know it. <laughs> so yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll leave it there for now. Uh, Chris Waffle Mega Thruster, it is always a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us uh, uh, this evening. Thanks again for having me and. See you in Seattle, friend. All right. Sounds great. Have a have a good night. You too. All right. Bye-bye. And closing us out this week is the last track from Mega Thruster's debut album, 20-Sided Vice. For my guest, Chris Waffle, my name is Mike. This has been Mike Seibert Radio. We will see you at Emerald City Comic Con. We will see you at Cracklefest 9. And we will see you at TFCon LA or somewhere else along the way. And I'm glad that the show is broadcast on the internet because this song is called Fuck Mountain. And until next time, make good choices. Most of our amazing lives It's been out of our reach But now we're looking for a band of brothers For whom we can beseech
you come and join with me? It's a journey that will truly set you free. Fuck Mountain. We're gonna climb Fuck Mountain. First, we'll need a wingman who will help us break the ice. A designated driver with a limo will suffice, and the most important member of the team, a guy much uglier than us, he will make us look real good. In comparison, so when we're naked, there'll be no fuss. Pack your bags, it's time to go. Where the expectations are nice and low. Fuck Mountain. We're gonna climb Fuck Mountain. never forget the day the wise old wizard came knocking upon our door he had heard us practicing down the street and he came to us and he said gentlemen i can tell that you have not known the sensual caress of another human being in a long long time but don't worry for i have a quest and i want you to, to join me on that quest you just have to ask yourself two questions one is do i have clean underpants and two is do i feel the urge because gentlemen it is time to climb it's time to climb fuck mountain fuck mountain and we're not gonna stop till we get it in all the way not just the tip and we'll actually finish this time And that will do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to listen to my past episodes, including all of my KGRG College radio shows, subscribe on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, the Stitcher Radio app, Apple Podcasts, and on iTunes or wherever you download your podcasts. Like, share, rate, and review the show wherever you find it. Leave a five-star review on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MikeSybertRadio and write into the mailbag, MikeSybertRadio at gmail.com. And again, that spelling is S-E-I-B-E-R-T, just the way it sounds. Join us Friday, March 15th at Hard Rock Seattle for Cracklefest 9 featuring Word Burglar, Mega Thruster, and of course, the pioneers of nerd rock Kirby Crackle, I will be your host that night, and I hope to see you all out there. Emerald City Comic Con presents Cracklefest 9, A Night of Nerd Rock. For more information, including ticket info, videos, music, 
blogs, and more, check out KirbyCrackleMusic.com. This has been Mike Seibert Radio. My name is Mike, and until next time, make good choices.